Hey guys, welcome back to the Girls Wing Podcast with your host, Angel and Alyssa Walker. In the spirit of Thanksgiving, because we know this episode will end up coming out just a couple days prior to that holiday here in the States, we just wanted to spend some time talking about the importance of gratitude, practicing gratitude, um, and just some scriptures that support that. And so whether you guys are spending time with your families, your chosen families, i.e. your friends or mentors or whatever that looks like, um, or just kind of finding ways to celebrate the holiday on your own, Or even just if you're listening to this long after Thanksgiving, um, we hope that this is a good practical episode for you guys. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, um, with Thanksgiving around the corner, the biggest question is, oh, what are you thankful for? What are you grateful for? And everyone shares, like, one thing that they're grateful for. However, Angel, what are you grateful for? What are are four uh, things that you're grateful for? You're literally so wild, bro. Four things I'm grateful for. Um, well, are you saying that I'm wild because I didn't? That's not in the in the outline. Yes, you're just wild. Anyway, (laughs) four things I'm grateful for. I'd say I'm thankful for my cheer team because I get to be surrounded by other hardworking girls. I'm thankful for my creative mind that I've been gifted with. I'm thankful for my family. And I'm thankful for chocolate ribbon pie. For anyone who doesn't know, explain what that is. Chocolate ribbon pie is the best thing that you'll ever have. It is basically, it is, it's literally what I look forward to for Thanksgiving every year. Chocolate ribbon pie is this non-baked pie. It has an Oreo pie crust with... R.I.P. to that crust being sold in stores. It has been discontinued. I'm making my own. It's got Oreo pie crust um, and then a layer of like cream cheese cool whip. Then a layer of chocolate pudding and then a layer of more cool whip with shaved chocolate on top. It's the best thing you'll ever have. And it's my favorite part about Thanksgiving dinner. Anyway, what are you grateful for, Alyssa? I am grateful for the family dynamics that we've been able to kind of build throughout the last few years specifically. Um, Grateful for my gym community. Um, That's just something that I've been reflecting on and just being really appreciative of recently. Um, Grateful for the dance community that I've built, not just because of the classes themselves, but just the people that I get to be surrounded by in that. And then thankful for kind of touched on it in our last episode about who's in your wing, but just that solid group of friendships that I have of people to surround me and support me in the different seasons of my life. So yeah, those are four things I'm grateful for. So basically you're grateful for all the people around you. Anyway, so this time of year, it's pretty normal to talk about what you're grateful for. However, we'd like to challenge that idea. And say that we should practice gratitude on the daily instead of making like a special occasion thing. Because it doesn't take much time to express gratitude or think about and reflect on the things that you're grateful for. But the impacts of it are great. Because when we practice gratitude, we are recognizing that God has already given us much more than we could ever ask for. And... That everything that we receive from him is a gift. Yeah, and for those of you who have been listening to us for a while, you may remember several episodes ago in the Walking in the Wind episode, 
I chatted a lot about having that heart of gratitude really helped me to um, just kind of steward a very heavy and hard season with a lot more joy and peace than I honestly thought was possible um, just because of acknowledging how shifting your mindset and focusing on how much God has done for you and how much God is doing for you really helps put into perspective how blessed you really are. And so even when things do get heavy and even when things don't necessarily look the way that you expected them to, it's important to take that step back and recognize that there are so many good things around you and there are so many things that you've been blessed with. And it's good to, one, thank God for those things, but also remind yourself of just how many things there are in your life to be grateful for. Yeah. So why do you think that it's important to practice gratitude daily? I think when you make gratitude or when you make practicing gratitude a daily exercise or daily practice, it just becomes a lot easier in your day-to-day life. So when you, like, for example, in my morning quiet time routine, there's one portion of it at the very beginning before I even get to things I'm praying for God or praying to God about for myself or things that I'm praying to God about for other people. One of the first things that I do after reading scripture is just writing out a few things that I'm grateful for. And so that's more of an intentional practice that I do every morning. But I think by developing those habits and practicing those skills, it actually helps your brain to be more aware of things to be grateful for throughout the rest of your day. And so it's a lot easier to kind of call to mind things that you're grateful for. It's a lot easier to be reflective on those things just as you're going about life than if you never stop to take time to think about those things. And so it brings it almost like to the forefront of your mind because it's something that you're regularly doing. So by doing that every single day, it's essentially training your brain for that to be the default rather than focusing on all of the negative things around you. Facts. Yes. And I also think when we practice gratitude daily, because I have a notes app in my phone where I'll go in and try to like think of, or it's specifically for putting in like times that God has been faithful in my life, which also relates to gratitude. Um, So I put in various situations or things in there that help me reflect and remember like times when God has moved in my life in ways that like I didn't think in the moment. But that also comes in handy or like having gratitude journals, those come in handy, not not just in that moment of practicing gratitude, but in seasons where like you are down in the dumps <laughs> or in um I don't know how else to say it but like season when you're down in the dumps <laughs> that's just not a phrase I've heard you use very often ever but in those seasons when it may be hard to see God working and moving or see all the good things in your life because you may not feel like there are a whole bunch of good things in your life you can look back on those lists that you made or those lists of times that you've been grateful or times that God has provided for you and can see that all the times that he has worked and provided for you in the past and you'll be assured and knowing that he is moving in that season as well you ever think it's interesting I'm thinking about how as a society, while there are so many people and this whole movement on journaling and gratitude practice and mindfulness, et cetera, as a society, just like as a whole, we're so focused on the next thing and more things and bigger things, et cetera. So I'm just thinking about like 
you ever think it's interesting how the day right after Thanksgiving is a whole day centered around getting more stuff? Like, have you ever thought about that? Wow, that's crazy, bro. You haven't thought about that? No. Oh, I don't know. I was just thinking about that. Well, okay, that's it. That's it. (laughs) I was thinking about it because it's just... It's very reflective, I think. And it's something I've heard other people talk about. That's why I assumed that maybe you had thought about it or heard someone else talk about it before. But it's just interesting that as a society, we put all of this emphasis into Thanksgiving and it's a time to be grateful and it's time to X, Y, and Z. When in reality, I feel like at least here, Thanksgiving is really just a time where I hear more people talk about what food they're going to eat than the people they're going to eat it with or the things that they're grateful for, which is supposedly, if you ask someone what the spirit of Thanksgiving is about, that's supposedly what it is. And it's also interesting how Black Friday became this thing initially, like initially from my perspective, I'm not talking about in history because I just am not the person to talk to you about. I was about to say, I don't think that that is actually right, whatever you're about to say, but okay. No, I'm quick to say, don't ever fact check me about history because I don't care. Um, That's a whole separate thing. But for me- Like growing up, Black Friday was this thing of like, oh my gosh, in the middle of the night at like 2, 3 a.m. is when these stores will open and you go and you get all this stuff, et cetera, and they've got all these deals. And so it was, let's be grateful for a day. And then right after that day, we go straight into getting more stuff and prepping for Christmas where we get even more stuff. And now people start their Black Friday deals like, feels like months beforehand. Honestly, it's really just like a week or so beforehand. But I feel like even with the holiday itself, we as a society are kind of drowning out the whole essence of choosing to be grateful for things through that season. And so I just think that's really interesting to reflect on because it can almost be this wake-up call of, you know what, how can I make that intentional shift and choose to practice gratitude even more when everything around me is screaming towards needing more and needing to do more and needing to get more and needing to be more and needing to achieve more so yeah that's just what i was thinking about just now so in terms of like practical reflection tools angel what would you say are are there any scriptures or anything that for you speak that message of gratitude or come to mind when it comes to this subject yeah i think um one verse is james one seventeen. That says, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. And I just like that because, I mean, like every single thing, every single good thing that we have, even like the smallest things, are gifts from God. And it's easy to overlook that. Sometimes it's easier to see the bigger things that God may have provided, but God also gave us all of the good small things like your favorite food or I don't know, a good song that you like to listen to. Like all of those little things are gifts from God too. And he provides for us in every aspect and every way of our life. And a lot of those things are constantly overlooked, constantly overlooked. But I like this verse because it reminds me that every single good thing that I have in my life and even some of the challenges that turn into growth moments are gifts from God. So 
I think it's important to practice gratitude and to not overlook the small things. Yeah. And I think it helps to, because you've mentioned it before in what you said just now, and then even earlier in this episode about reflecting on the things that God has done for you. Because I think from my experience, at least in those seasons where you're struggling to see God or you're wanting to see God move in a certain way, or you're wrestling with discouragement or whatever that looks like, I think that choosing to exercise that practice of gratefulness in kind of reminding yourself what God has done for you will be helpful because it reminds you that no matter what you've gone through before, God has always come through. And even reflecting on the things that you can be grateful for in your life right now, it helps you to see ways that God may be providing for you or ways that God might be moving in your life outside of the specific thing that has your attention. And so that's where I think it's helpful to do those daily practices or even if it's if you don't have the discipline quite yet to do it daily, but just to incorporate it regularly somehow, especially when it comes to our prayer life, when we're expressing to God thankfulness for what he's done, obviously we're not reminding God of what he's done for us. He knows. It's a way of speaking back to our hearts and kind of fighting against what the enemy might be saying by declaring, God has done great things for me. And so he's brought me too far to leave me here now. But even if he did, I have so much still to be grateful for. So I think that that is important to reflect on. And so with that, Angel, what would you say living a life of gratitude looks like practically? I'd say like one practical, tangible thing that you can do to practice gratitude is a lot of people, Christian or not, have like gratitude journals where they write down things that they're grateful for. And I think that is a good thing for Christians and non-Christian for everyone to do. But as Christians, we get to take a unique perspective of it because um, all of our gratitude is directed towards God. And I have a note in, as I was saying, I have a note in my phone of times that God has been faithful. And that is always with me because my phone is always with me. <laughs> Screenager. Ew, <laughs> I mean, who says that? It it was from like this movie we had to watch in like elementary and middle school. Mm, it was called right. like Screenagers or something. That's like gross. we actually use the term. Whatever, anyway. But just having different using different avenues to make gratitude an intentional effort and doing that daily or I mean, I would say daily because it doesn't really take much to set aside a couple of minutes to write down a couple of things that you're grateful for. So yeah, daily, daily. And after over time, gratitude becomes less of a thing that you have to do and more of something that you just have, more just a trait that you carry with you daily and you become more grateful of the little things or the more everyday things. I don't know, but... A random thing that came into my mind was, I mean, we've been talking a lot about being grateful for like the things God has provided for us or the things God has given us. But something that I've been learning to be grateful for is being grateful for like the attributes of who God is and not just like the things that he's provided for us. Like for me, well, we're going through a devotional in our midweek group about like some of the traits of God saying God is good, God is glorious, God is great, God is gracious. And we have so much to be grateful for, just the attributes of who God is. 
one thing I've been learning is that, well, in this season, like, when I ask God to show up, when I'm needing him to show up, he'll show up for sure. And sometimes in unexpected ways, but that's one area that I'm grateful for. Not something that he is like giving me or providing me or whatever, but just a trait that I've been learning about him that I'm grateful for. I think a thing with that too is um, as you're reflecting on who God is and expressing gratitude for that, because that's something that I actually was going to touch on later too. It's also important to learn how to become grateful for the things that God doesn't do for us or the doors that he closes, because we can make a lot of requests to God. We can ask him for a lot of things. We can believe for a lot of things, but because God is so gracious and loving and because he is a protective father and wants the best for us, we don't know what's best for ourselves. And so if we're praying about holding on to a certain relationship or wanting a door to open or wanting X, Y, or Z, and God doesn't give that to us, it's a lot harder than being grateful for the things God has done that are amazing to shift your focus and recognize, okay, if God didn't give me this or didn't do this for me, then that's his protection. That's his grace. That's his way of being faithful and good, even if I don't necessarily see it eye to eye because God's thoughts are beyond our thoughts. His ways are beyond our ways. And so I think that two really important things to practice beyond being grateful for the things that you see around you, the things that you do have are one, learning to verbally express and acknowledge who God is and to remind yourself of how good he is and how much you have to be grateful for just in your relationship with him. And also learning how to become grateful or keep being grateful when God closes a door or to continue having a heart of gratitude when someone that you thought was going to stick around for a long time is no longer part of your life. Learning to continue to be grateful when God takes something away or you didn't get something that you thought you would get or the promotion doesn't come, whatever that looks like. Um, Or even when you're in seasons where it feels like it's one thing after another of having to let go of things or having to redirect your focus or having to shift your plans and just nothing seems to be going your way. God is still good in the midst of that. And he's doing something through that that is beyond what we know to pray for. And so there's a lot to be grateful for in that too. Even when you're down in the dumps. Even when you're down in the dumps. Yeah. So like along with that, kind of as you were saying, gratitude has a space in every season or area of our life. So do you have any like verses or scripture that helps you remember this truth even when you're down in the dumps? You've got one more time to say down in the dumps before I cut it out of the podcast completely. That you just went from never saying that to like going off the rails. But anyway, um, verse that comes to mind for me, which was interesting at first because they were several other verses that came to mind afterwards that I was thinking, oh, that actually feels like a better fit, but I'm just going to go with God. I'm just going to go with what God gave me. I was thinking about Philippians 4, 6, which talks about not being anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And verse seven after that, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and minds. And so as I was reflecting on that, I also looked up some other translations of it um, because that's just what I do. And let's see, 
The New Living Translation says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, um, et cetera, et cetera. And let's see. The Passion Translation says, don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. Um, and so I really liked both of those translations because it, for me, ties, it creates a connection between practicing gratitude and exercising faith. Because I think with so many different things going on in our world and so many things going on in each of our lives, um, regardless of what season of your life you're in or what age you are, I think we're all in one way or another on this search for peace in so many seasons of our lives. And so as we're asking this question of how do I find peace, it can help us to have faith for what God will do or what God might do when we choose to remember and acknowledge what he has done and what he is doing or what he has given us. And so just by looking at these verses, it's almost like a reminder to me of as I'm choosing to have faith for the things that God has in front of me, before I present those requests to God, I want to sit and take some time to acknowledge who God is to me and what he's done. And so to pull some of the exact wording from those scriptures, offer your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. What is that overflowing gratitude coming from? That's coming from acknowledging who God is, acknowledging what God has done, acknowledging what God has given you, who God has around you. By prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request. So you're coming to God with your request, but like with that request, you're also coming to him with gratitude. Tell God what you tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. And so as you're in this place of wanting something from God or wanting to see something happen in your life, it's important to sit and also thank God for, I mean, as the Passion Translation said, tell him every detail of your life. As you sort through each of those details in your own mind, and as you acknowledge each of those things, I think it's it's definitely helped me to have faith, to put it this way, to put it simply before I start talking in circles. It's helped me to experience a greater level of faith when I sit and before I even ask God for anything, thank him for as many things as I can thank him for, or honestly, that could take a lot of time, but even just choosing, okay, for these next couple of minutes, I'm going to thank God for as many things as I can think of. And then you can kind of cut yourself off after a while and move forward in the rest of your prayer. Otherwise, you would literally spend hours or days in prayer because we could never fully express the magnitude of things that God has done for us. Um, but I think that's one of the biggest ways to honor God is just to remind ourselves of who he is and what he has already done. Because then it's kind of like, okay, God, you've already done all of these things anything beyond that is extra. Anything beyond that is overflow. Anything beyond that is abundance. And at the same time, like God is so good that he's never done with us. If we're still here, if we're still breathing, God still has even better things ahead of us than anything that we've left behind. And so as you're pushing through to continue reaching towards those things, that practice of giving God thanks and expressing gratitude is what's going to help us continue to run this race and fight the fight of faith. And so I think that gratitude is not the whole thing, but a good bit of the fuel that we need to keep us going in faith. And with that, I think it's a challenge of 
I think can be easy to get caught up in, wow, God has done so many great things for me. Like, I don't really need to ask him for anything more. No, these verses still say, present your request to God. Ask God for what you want or what you need. Continue to seek God for those things. Bring your prayers and petitions to him. Just remember to also be mindful, to be thankful for what you have, because that's what's going to help you in that next verse of Philippians 4, 7. As you're doing that, that's where God fills you with his peace. Whether he fulfills your requests or um, answers your prayers in the ways that you wanted or expected him to, the promise in this scripture, I think we talked before about how do you prove that God's word is true by doing what it says and seeing if God comes through. If you're practicing gratitude and presenting your request to God, the promise isn't that God will answer every single prayer. And it's definitely not that he's going to answer in the way that you want him to. The promise in that next verse is that his peace will guard your heart and mind. And that is greater than anything that we could actually ask for. Whew, got on a little tangent there. You did. But I think those verses are good because we get the answer to the question as to why I practice gratitude, which is all about peace, which it talks about in verse 7. Because when we practice gratitude um, we're and we're able to see all that God has done and provided for us, we're able to have that peace and assurance and confidence in what God will con- that God will continue to provide for us and we will be able to live in a place of contentment and all of the things that he's given us and know that he has provided more than we could have ever asked for in the past and the present and he, he will continue to do that in the future so we can live peacefully knowing that he has everything under control and we don't have to worry or be anxious about anything and as long as we are confidently and boldly presenting our requests to God which we can do because we know that we know that he has worked everything out in the past. We can present our request to him and let that be it and let him take care of the rest and live a life of peace, just going along with the plan that God has for us. So that is why we practice gratitude. Yep. And that takes us to our challenge for this week. So I know that a while back we did a gratitude practice challenge, but this time I kind of want to shift it a little bit by challenging you every morning or at some point during your day to think about and write down three attributes of God that you're thankful for, three characteristics of God that you're grateful for. And whether that's in how he's shown up for you or who you know him to be or how he's revealed himself to you, just three things about God specifically that you're thankful for in this season. And just reflect on those things over the next couple of weeks. And I think that by doing that, you'll start to see his hand more in your life and you'll start to see how that's bled into or fed into some of the other areas of your life. So that's our challenge for you guys the next couple of weeks. And Angel, if you want to close us out in prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for allowing us to come together to film this episode today. I pray that all those who are listening will be able to take something valuable out of it. I pray that we can um, begin to be more intentional about practicing gratitude for all of the things that you've provided for us and for all the qualities that you show towards us because everything that you give us is more than what we could ever ask for or deserve and you alone are more than enough. And I pray that through these next couple of weeks with this challenge, we can um, be more mindful of that and be more grateful of who you are and all that you've done for us in that we can see the peace that comes out of it And I pray that this season of Thanksgiving can bring many 
blessings and thankfulness and that you will be with those who may be having a hard time this season um, and that you can give them the peace that only you can give. And in your name I pray. Amen. Amen. So we hope that you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving and a good kickoff to the rest of your holiday season. And we hope that this practice is something that not only you do for the next couple of weeks, but something that can carry on with you in your day-to-day life from here on out. That's all we have for this episode, and we'll see you in two weeks.